Hello. This is a special bonus episode. If this is the first episode of Ghostthropology that you've downloaded, I'd recommend listening to one of the other ones first. In fact, listen to episode 16. That is the episode that I referenced in this one. Episode 16 was about the Dark Watchers. Dark spirits or creatures said to appear and to simply observe in the Santa Lucia Mountains south of Monterey. On a trip to Monterey recently, I had the chance to go hiking in those mountains and go searching for the Dark Watchers. This is a little travelogue of what I found. Hello, listeners. This is Matt, the Ghostthropologist. As I'm recording this, I am standing in Pfeiffer Big Sur State Park in California, Monterey County. And I am here because this is said to be one of the places where you can spot the Black Watchers. So, you may hear a lot of noises in the background. That is a mix of people working on park facilities and traffic from nearby Highway 1. However, I'm going to be heading up a trail pretty soon and I'll have more to say when I get there. So I'm starting my uh, little trek here by walking west along the evocatively named Buzzard's Roost Trail. It should lead me to a pretty nice lookout point. I'm surrounded by a mix of redwoods and other smaller trees, including a number of oaks, walking along the Big Sur River, which is a relatively small but quite beautiful river. I'm going to have photos of this posted so that you can get an idea of what it is I'm looking at, but uh, it is quite beautiful. The trail I'm on is quite narrow, pretty steep, very beautiful. There are redwoods all along this. I'm on the north-facing slope of uh, one of the mountains here. And uh, looking across, I can see the south-facing slope of another. And it's really quite interesting. The south-facing slope, I see some oaks, some uh, scrub, not much else. Whereas on the north-facing slope, it's just covered in redwoods, oak, cottonwood trees from the looks of it. Quite beautiful. This is definitely a uh, remarkable place. Out here we're experiencing a drought and it's been several months since we last had rain. But the uh, springs along this trail are still producing water. This would have been a great place to live if uh, you were a hunter-gatherer and were basically looking for reliable water. Not to mention the other resources here. But then that's my archaeology background talking, isn't it? <laughs> As you may recall from the episode on the Dark Watchers, one of the possible explanations for them is what's called a Brocken Spectre, which is where a uh, shadow in the fog makes something look significantly larger than it actually is. And looking around here, it's pretty clear how something like that could happen if, in fact, that's even the explanation. You can see multiple ridges. This area does receive a fair amount of fog. The redwoods that I mentioned before require the fog, so there you go. And, um, yeah, there's definitely places where you could get the uh, sun either, you know, towards sunrise or towards sunset facing against you. 
that said, this place, while beautiful, it's definitely also got a bit of an eerie feel to it. It's uh, shadowed in because of the large number of trees. Because redwoods are a fire-adapted species, it's pretty common to see redwoods with fire scars on them. And so it does give the place a bit of an odd or creepy feeling. It's, uh, it's pretty interesting. Another thing that I'm finding interesting is that even though the uh, park I'm in is quite large, it's also quite long. So it's nestled along the highway, and I can hear the highway from everywhere. I can't see it, but I can hear it. Um, but that's the way it goes sometimes. I'm going to continue with my little trek. So I'm now at the top of the... Uh, ridge that I was climbing up. It was a very steep trail. Met some other hikers on the way who told me that apparently I was walking up the steep way. But hey, I've got a big sandwich in my backpack and I definitely earned my lunch today then. Anyway, looking around, this place is beautiful. To the east, it's a clear day. I can see the higher peaks and uh, they are gorgeous, covered in scrub, oak, and some small pine trees. To the west, I would be able to see the ocean, except that the fog is rolling in that direction, which, uh, given that I'm up here about the Dark Watchers, is just about perfect. I could not ask for anything better. Up here at the peak where I am, I'm above the redwoods, surrounded by manzanita and sage scrub. I wish I could post the smell because this is just a delightful scent up here. The manzanita, the scrub, and a little lower, the redwoods, just uh, really takes me home to when I lived on the coast. It's, uh, it's quite wonderful. No sign of anything spooky, but uh, I can't complain. I got a wonderful hike in a beautiful area. So I've gone over the ridge. I'm now out of the redwood and on the uh, west side of the uh, mountain that I was on. And it is all coastal scrub. It just It's so interesting. I'm looking across and I see the east side of another mountain. And it is redwood and pine and oak. But I know that if I went to the other side of it, it would all be coastal scrub. Over here, I can get a much better idea of what this area could look like if you were hiking out here. Um, without all of the uh, tall trees, the uh, ridges are very clear and easily seen. In the uh, episode on the Dark Watchers, I mentioned the story of a school teacher who was hiking up a ridge and saw his friends on another ridge. Well, right where I am, I'm looking at about an eighth of a mile to the north of me, there's another ridge, and it is very, very similar to, I think, the setting in which that part of the story took place. I can very easily see how uh, the the uh, teacher who was out hunting could uh, see his friends and still have, in this case, there's another smaller ridge in between me and that one, and he could see that. Really being out here once again, uh, hammers home the landscape to me for that particular story and I'll tell you if uh, if there wasn't already a story of the Dark Watchers just looking at this landscape I think I'd have to make one up this place is just begging for a good story being up here makes me think about a time geez, almost 10 years ago now when uh, my wife was pregnant uh, with my daughter uh, 
her mother through a baby shower and her mother being a very traditional person in this regard, it, the baby shower was women only, not co-ed. So I was sent off packing in my direction and uh, went driving down into the Big Sur area. Found a small hiking trail. It wasn't on the uh, maps. It wasn't um, wasn't part of uh, one of the state parks. It just seemed to be a trail that locals used. And I'm not even sure how I stumbled across it. Haven't been able to find it again since. But it was small, and I found it. And I went climbing up it. And uh, at the top of the trail, I found some equipment marked with a NASA logo. Um, if I had to make a guess, there's Vandenberg Air Force Base... Uh, couple hundred miles to the south from which satellites are launched and there's a lot of um, equipment on the coast that's related to satellite launches so if I had to make a guess I'd say it was related to that alternatively it might have been related to one of the naval or coast guard stations in the general area NASA frequently works with the military to monitor uh, various different things um, including weather and uh, and uh, climate so very likely it was one of those things. But, uh, of course, with the Dark Watcher story being in my mind, there's a part of me that always wondered if it was uh, going to feed into some sort of conspiracy theory about NASA watching the Dark Watchers or some such thing. Um, and no, I don't believe that that's the case. Uh, but I always wondered if that uh, conspiracy theory might exist somewhere. So I got off of the Buzzards Rook Trail and... Uh, now I am trying the uh, Valley View and Pfeiffer Falls Trail. Again, I uh, don't have high hopes for seeing anything weird, but I am almost certain to see something gorgeous. So this is pretty cool. Going up the Pfeiffer Falls Trail now. So far, it's much better maintained than the uh, Buzzard's Nest Trail was, but still quite beautiful. And uh, it's definitely in the dark of the uh, forest it's quite lovely uh, somehow though not nearly as spooky as the other locations even though it's a very similar environment don't know what to make of that it's just kind of interesting so i made it up to pfeiffer falls this one is uh, considerably uh, more maintained there's a lot of wood bridges things like that and a lot more people beautiful hike though um, but not to where, where to go if you want a little bit of quiet and isolation. Uh, a lot of friendly people, however. I'm going to continue on for a little while and see if I can see anything else. Past Pfeiffer Falls, I've crossed over into the Los Padres National Forest, going up another trail. I'm sure there's a name for this one, but I don't have a National Forest map, so I couldn't tell you what it is. And uh, it's an interesting trade. It is on one of the west-facing slopes, and so there's not much in the way of redwoods. But it's a lot of oaks, a lot of uh, coastal scrub, unfortunately a lot of poison oak. May it be forever cursed. And a lot of grasses. It's quite uh, nice, but it's a definite change from what I was in earlier. So one of the interesting things about this place is uh, going along with the idea of a Brock Inspector, not only are a number of the trails along the ridge lines out here, um, which means that people's shadows could be easily projected from up here, but one of the things that's often brought up with the possibility that something like the Dark Watchers are a Brock Inspector 
is that uh, trees and other things could have their image projected against the uh, fog as well. And, uh, you know, along the uh, ridge lines, there are a fair number of oaks and other trees. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I find that quite plausible. In addition, a lot of small pieces of equipment, I think primarily for weather monitoring, have been placed up here. And, you know, if all you had was its shadow, I could see it being taken as a human-like form. So, it is interesting. So I've come to the end of the Valley View Trail, and of course the two trails I've walked today are only two of many different routes you could use to get around in these mountains. And uh, in addition to just uh, having a good day, it's definitely given me a greater appreciation for, you know, why stories of things like the Dark Watchers persist out here. This is a very dynamic and changing landscape. There's a lot of variation in what you see out here. When the fog comes through, it can be patchy. Earlier, I saw fog hitting some of the peaks, and now it's completely clear. It's definitely an environment that seems to invite um, ghost stories. I am kind of came out here on a whim initially, but I'm very happy I did. This has been a wonderful day of hiking and looking around. And uh, I don't know if any of this is interesting to you, my dear listeners, but I hope so. Um, it's been a good day. Here at the Visitor Center, I find something that is truly a ghostly relic of forgotten times. A payphone. So I left uh, Pfeiffer Big Sur State Park. I've driven up the coast. I have come towards the Bixby Bridge. Now the Bixby Bridge, for anybody not familiar, is the large arched bridge over a canyon that uh, pretty much anytime somebody wants to show you that something takes place near Monterey, they'll show you a picture of this bridge. Now, from this bridge, you can see a number of different ridge lines, and again, it gives you a really good feel for the setting in which people claim to have seen the Dark Watchers. Um, there was a fire out here, the Colorado Fire, just a few weeks back, and one of the ridge lines I can see is clearly pretty severely charred. Um, it's, it's quite a dramatic change from the relative greenery of the other ones of the other ridges. Um, the plants out here are primarily the coastal scrubs. So there's a few oak trees and other smaller trees, but it's mostly a mix of manzanita, uh, sage, and, um, you know, a number of other just sort of coastal dry plants. Um, and, uh, I'll say it is a beautiful area, but I've said that about everywhere. So make of that what you will. Um, if you do visit, there's a place you can park near the bridge if you want to take pictures. It's quite nice. However, be aware that the place is pretty much always crowded. So, one last note. I have now left behind the Santa Lucia Mountains some hours ago. I'm in Monterey, and I went for a walk along one of the beaches here. And I kept seeing something out of the corner of my eye whenever I turned around. Felt like something was following me. I was getting creeped out. I really began to wonder what it was. And, uh, well, going out and looking for the dark watchers today probably didn't exactly help my uh, sense of paranoia there.
Eventually though, I turned at just the right time and I caught it. The coat I'm wearing has a very flimsy, thin hood attached to it that I allowed just to kind of sit on the back. Well, the breeze was picking it up and making it move and every now and again when I turned my head, I'd catch sight of it moving. But since I'd forgotten that I had the hood there, I didn't know what it was. So there you go. I hope you enjoyed this supplemental episode. I'm going to try to do these every now and again when I take a hiatus, just to give you a little something. If you get a chance to go to Monterey, I definitely recommend going down to Big Sur State Park and spending some time hiking around. Who knows, you might be luckier than me, or perhaps unluckier, and see the Dark Watchers. If you have a weird tale, have had a strange experience of your own, or know of a bit of local lore that should get a wider audience, please feel free to contact me at ghostthropology at gmail.com. That's G-H-O-S-T-H-R-O-P-O-L-O-G-Y at gmail. You can find more at kmmamedia.com. Click on the Ghostthropology link and you can find episodes, transcripts, sources, and a link to support us through Patreon. Spooky!